When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hello, hello, Laura. Um, Laura's got a massive thumb and she doesn't know, know what's why. What's going on with it? It's mysteriously penis like. And it, I think it's broke. I think it's broke. I think I broke it, but I haven't because I can leave it. There's nothing you can do for a broken thumb, is there? What do they do? Strap it up? I imagine so. Give it a little plaster cast? Yeah. And considering the fact that I had a, a heinous injury on Friday, our freezer is around 16 years old. Yeah. Chest freezer. It's been a very loyal companion to us. Oh, yeah. It's fucked. Uh, it's on permanent super freeze because the button fell off, so we can't take it off super freeze. <laughs> I it, it's costing you an arm and a leg. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's probably why I, there's fucking energy crisis in the UK because of that bloody freezer. But, like, the, the lip of it that you lift up with is just keeps chipping off because it's it's an old it's an old girl. Yeah. And uh, I, I lifted it on Friday and a bit of it chipped off and just sliced into my finger and took a massive chunk out of my finger. Oh, that's horrible. Now, I throw by throw sent pictures and details to Steve while he was at work detailing how horrifically awful this whole situation was. You have got a bit of like um, health anxiety. I mean, I say little. It's, oh, a lot. it's pretty big. <laughs> it is major, mate. I just looked at it and and I just felt my tummy go funny, like, oh, this is where we pass out now. <laughs> is it all right though? Yeah, it's fine. You no, know, I've actually got um freezer envy because I don't have enough space in my house to have a very big freezer. So I've only got an under the counter oh, one. It's not yeah, it's I mean we have an under the counter Laura. one. We have a built-in well. one. So oh, that's like a draw yeah. pull one. Yeah. And then the the chest freezer. It's not a big chest freezer. It's one of the narrow ones. Yeah, that's that's out in the conservatory. That thing so really takes a poor fucking beasting in the summer because the conservatory is like seven hundred so degrees. What? Yeah, I have no idea how that freezer's still going. And I say to Steve every year, we've got to get a new freezer. So the question but, is, are you going to get a new freezer now that it's essentially attacked you? It yeah, assaulted me. This yeah. is GBH. It actually it actually drew blood. Um. The problem that I have, Vic, is I then feel major guilt because I have weird fucked up attachments, don't I? Please don't tell me you're attached to the chest freezer. Well, because I just think that poor thing, like it hasn't... It's not eaten, real! It doesn't it have any feelings! But it hasn't died and then I'm just throwing it away. Oh my God. I'm it's sorry. <laughs> it's you're, just, in, you're in an abusive relationship I do. with the freezer. I, I know. <laughs> And I'm you still need to leave it immediately. And I'm justifying. Look, it didn't mean it. It was just a one-off. Okay. <laughs> I think I I probably hurt the freezer. I'm imagine the freezer. It's missing a, a part of it now because of me and my my sort of heavily strong Arms. over over zealous finger. Yeah. Oh dear. I've got um, therapy this week. Have you? Good. Right, talk Just about in it. time. That's the first subject that needs to be raised. Jesus. My relationship to my chest freezer. You know how people fall in love with like exhaust pipes and marry yeah, them and it. stuff. Yeah, that's it. This is you. Like, that's this is me. Yeah. You'll be rubbing your labia on it next. Yeah, I've you know fall in love with a blow up doll. Kind of, I've been the the front page of the Daily Star. Um, how's your week been? Um, I mean, obviously, emotionally a roller coaster because it always is. How's yours been? Yeah, um, I think I'm flatlining emotionally. Actually, I'm in oh, my I have no feelings phase. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> no, it's it? quite nice. Just numb to yeah. the world, but it'll come back and it'll of hit it me will. In a binge. So yeah, absolutely. But it's it's it. quite a nice place to be while it lasts. You know, I've, like, I've oh. had some shit sleep. That you know, I mean, oh, surprise, kick you right yeah. in the middle. There, I then. sent you a photo. Of- Ian Edith's bed. Yeah, I thought you were strangling her. 
So she sent me a picture of her in the night through the baby monitor laying on the bed next to Edith. And I replied back and went, mate, are you strangling her? <laughs> my arms are like above my head and Edith is just sort of like lying on my stomach, isn't she? But um, yeah, well, oh, Jesus Christ. She woke up at half four. And that's so close to bed, like wake up time, isn't it? It's like the danger zone when they wake up Half past four early. is an exceptionally unreasonable time. Yeah, let's put and it that way. she was crying. And, Unless um, I'm going to Gatwick and getting on a plane, you can fuck right yeah, off. Yeah, there's no other reason to be up that early. No. But um, yeah, she started crying and, and I just didn't want her to wake Oliver up because that's generally what goes down when she starts crying. Because the second she opens her eyes, she's just screaming. Mentally! So I just went in there straight away. And I thought, I'm not getting her up now. This is mental. I don't want her in my bed. I'm just going to get into her bed. And I did. And she fell asleep. She went back to sleep immediately. Did you? Yeah. Um, Oh, well done. Of course not. I I? was going to say, that that, that really surprised me. You were like, yeah. Because also she's got this like weird, her room is tiny. It's actually Mm. half a room. The room was split in half. And there's half is a bathroom and half is um, obviously not in the same space. There's a fucking wall in between. Yeah, them. she's not but watching you take a shit at night <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly, but um, it's really small, so we had to get her this like I don't know. It's like a weird European size bed or some shit. So that's what it's called. But it's like a narrower the, single. The nar- yeah, so the, uh, Toby has a narrow single. But it's so fucking single. Like you can't, I Mate, can't lie yeah. on my back really with no, her in there. You've as got well. to lay on your side, love. Got to lay on my side, and then my and then my... like your arms, where the fucking arms go. Yeah, and then my hand, my carpal tunnel will set off because my oh, arm was like above my head like that. And logistical then, nightmare. My gammy hip as well. This is I haven't spoken about my gammy hip on the podcast. No, this haven't. is thrilling content. This is <laughs> thrilling I'm content. already emotionally checking out. <laughs> You're just daydreaming about your freezer, aren't you? I'm worried. I'm worried. Okay, I'm worried about my freezer's feelings, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so I've got this weird hit that started when I started running, and it feels like um I had that thing in pregnancy where you basically it's like your pelvis just oh like starts SPD. getting jazzy, doesn't it? It's I like, call it SPD. SPD jazzy. <laughs> It just like releases all its ligaments and lets you your your joints flap around in your pelvis. But it's painful, yeah. It's really fucking painful, and it feels like that. Even though I wasn't pregnant, I haven't. Been, I mean, I'm not pregnant. I haven't been pregnant for four you're not, years. Yeah, you're not with child. No, I'm not with child, and it's like that. It's awful. So anyway, I'm on a yeah. stupid single bed, lying on that gammy hip with my arm suspended in the air and a couple tunnel being set off. And her every five seconds just like checking that I'm still there by smacking me on the face. Yeah. So it was a really not very restful um, night that I had. But she did but, go to sleep till 6.30. Yeah, there we go. So she was okay. Thank she God. Was Hallelujah. Right. Was that on Friday night? Yeah, it was on Friday night. So luckily we didn't have to get up in the morning for school or anything. So I got up and I got straight back into my bed and just was like, see you later, Rob. You're dealing with them. Yeah. Get and I went fucked. back to sleep. But to see if it had very sexual dreams, actually. Oh, I I tend to find that when I have when I've been awake I've and like I go back sleep. to sleep, that's when the sexy dreams happen. And mm. then because it's like fresh in the mind, and I wake up and I'm like, oh my god! I then go to bed <laughs> that night and I'm like, right, where was I? And yeah. then I'm like trying to pick up where I left off, and I'm like, no, he didn't look like that. Hang on a minute, why has <laughs> that person not got a face? Where am I? And it's like, no, Laura, just get back into the mood, and I can't get, get back into-, into the sex. Yeah, get into it. I can't. I, I don't even remember what happened. I don't remember anything. I think in my uh, plateauing emotions phase, my memory's really bad. Do you want to know what that is? Probably just, yeah, something about trauma. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Coming from the trauma queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically my entire life. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Love it. Let's embrace it. And then the yeah. rest, what, what else has happened? I don't know. I feel very like what has happened. Who fucking knows? I had a nice weekend-ish. That was quite, that was quite a surprise. Well, I went I went to a burlesque evening on Saturday. Oh, yes, that's right, you did tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, it was really good. So uh, there was a lady who, she owns the company. She was amazing. She's um, Newcastleian. <laughs> what do you a call Geordie. it? Yeah, you're like, you, you know when you go, oh, they're Liverpudlian. Yeah, do you call they're, them a Geordie? They're a Geordie. Yeah. yeah. She was great. Her body was just incredible. What, what's the place called? So she uh, actually, basically what she does is she has a show and it's on the road. It's called the 100 Watt Club. And she goes to different locations and she uses different acts 
I, at, at those different locations. So she had a juggler who was a comedian and he was really funny. He was really good. Um, she had a, a Bollywood burlesque dancer and she was brilliant. She had like, she injected comedy into hers. There was a contortionist and then there was a 1920s burlesque dancer. <laughs> that was the one that floated your boat. But Vic, of all the places for Laura to sit, who did she sit next to? The guy that was effectively fucking wanking himself off. <laughs> Oh, no. The perv. The resident perv. As soon as I sat down, I was like, oh, God, you're a pervert. So was it like um, rows of seats? It wasn't tables or anything like that? Rows of fucking seats. And he was like, oh, God. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh." that's so disconcerting. It was like, I, I felt like throat punching him at some points because I was like, look, I fancy these women and I am not being like that. No. So and we were surrounded by a lot of just really sleazy men. Really? And I don't, I don't oh. know why. I kind of expected it to be more women. And there were a yeah. lot of women. It was really lovely to see that there were some much older women. Yeah. Um but and sadly, I obviously got the one fucking seat in the house <laughs> next course. to the guy that was like, I basically, the way I described it is when it finished and we went into the toilets and there was a random lady queuing. And I said, well, the guy that I was sat next to had a really lovely time. She went, oh, did he? And I went, oh, he had a really lovely time. She went, oh, shit. I went, yeah. I said, like, he's going to go home and he's going to remember how much of a lovely time oh, he had. And she was what? like, oh, no. And I was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't. There's such I know. And he was they? so. And the worst thing was <clears throat> my friend who I went with, she went, Laura, I came last year and he was here then as well. And he was exactly oh, the no, same. Oh, no, really? And she said, and I also went over to one in Portsmouth and he was there at that one, but it was a completely different company. So he oh, obviously really obsessed. fucking likes burlesque dancers. Yeah. And she said, so is there anybody in the audience that has got anything that they're celebrating? And inwardly, I'm thinking, Laura, don't put your hand up and say your show, you fucking arrogant cunt. So I'm like, keep it quiet. Of all the members in the audience, Vic, who said, me oh it was that guy next to me <laughs> oh, oh i do we oh no that's a lie he's celebrating nothing what he's celebrating he putting his fucking dick in his hand he was like oh, oh i do and the lights came up and she went oh i know you and i was like oh, oh no oh. that makes it even worse so creepy <laughs> and my face was just complete and utter repulsion yeah. as I looked over at him he was like it's my birthday on Monday she was like oh it's your birthday and he was like yeah it's my birthday she went and is what have you got planned have you got anything special planned he was like yeah I'm gonna see my family <laughs> it was just like oh. <laughs> I'm like I felt like the half of me that was sat next to him needed to go home and be showered I feel like his jizz embers were just all over oh. me. Mate, it was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, I totally get, you know, like it is obviously it's a sexual thing, isn't it? Oh, and oh, the 1920s burlesque dancer, mate, she was just, she had porcelain skin. Her body was just absolutely fucking flawless. It was so beautiful. And I was just, I could have watched it all night. There could have been nobody else. I could have easily watched her. And then we got to the end. And you know what my social anxiety is like. Yours is like, you're quiet. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. Oh, no. I so know. like they, as the, the two people that I was with, as we walked out, they were like, oh, look, like everyone's here. Do you want to go? Because oh, I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Oh my God, she's so beautiful. And they were like, go over and get a picture with her. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to get a picture with her. So I tried to walk out and they stopped and they were like, come on, let's get a picture. And I was like, oh. And then I went up to her and I was like, oh, I have to touch you. You're so beautiful. I don't want to touch you in an inappropriate place. I just want to touch you on the arm. Is that okay? And she was like, that's fine. I mean, that is weird. Is that what you said to your freezer as well? Yeah. (laughs) Please, may I open your box? Not in an inappropriate way. put my hand in. May I just, please, just feel a little bit of your frosty (laughs) frost next to the sweet corn, please. Please, may I put my hand in? So she was like, of course, you know, when you're like the creepy guy, he probably, he was fine. Me, no. 
And then I was like, oh, you're just so, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Your skin is just so perfect. Just, oh my God, you're so soft. Yeah, don't make it worse, babes. Jeez. And then I glanced over at my two friends. They weren't were saying they, were anything. Were they laughing? And no, they looked horrified. I was just laughing in that situation. And I, really. I panically looked at them and I went, do you want to join in the conversation? <laughs> And I went, let's just take a picture. And I took a picture and I don't remember taking it. I didn't even remember if I clicked the button and we walked out and I went, Emma, that is why I don't talk to people because <laughs> she was I like, don't know. she was <sighs> like, that was exceptional. I was like, I know I warned you, but you didn't listen. I told you I didn't <laughs> want to go over. Can I tell you something about my social anxiety, which really made me laugh. So I had my hair cut on Sunday Yeah, and um, I find I don't go to hairdressers that often. And I just, I find it all very anxiety inducing. Do you? Oh no, do you, do you go to the hairdressers? Your I, friend cuts your hair. Yeah, Lynn's yeah. does my hair. She's like my best mate. So she's used to this. So it's fine. And you're not like going into No, a but place I think and, that you know, hairdressers is a very, very vulnerable place to be. You know, that's one of the, and it's one of the places when I used to have panic attacks regularly, the tube and the hairdressers were the two places that I would guarantee, really? yeah, guarantee to have them. That, that was probably the only two places I really had them. Um, and it was something about feeling really vulnerable and being out of control and not being able to escape. It's kind of those two things. Anyway, and it's quite a fancy one in um, Shoreditch. So it's like East London. It's very oh, cool. Shoreditch, hello. I was like, Most people got to see my tits. Oh, it's so, it's so, I love it around there. Um, even though I don't fit in at all and everyone's so young and trendy, it's like, fucking hell, who are you? You people? totally fit in there. I don't feel like I do. Stop. Um, but yeah, so the girl that was like the receptionist girl who took my coat was like so sweet, but I could I can immediately spot another person that's socially awkward and anxious because oh, interesting. I, see, I see it. I see me. <laughs> What did you what did you think when you met me then? <laughs> no, I didn't think that I think maybe socially anxious in my style of being socially anxious. Like not, not in yours. Not like Stabby Joe Laura. No, not like you. Um fingering the burlesque girl. Uh, <laughs> and my freezer. <laughs> Your freezer. And um then she took my coat and like just just the interaction is just so like, oh um, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, sorry, okay. Um she's yeah, a receptionist at a oh, fucking yeah. hairdressers. That's a oh, no, she, she washed my hair as well, and that was nice. We had a little chat. But then when she came to put she came, like at the end when I was leaving, she was like, Oh, go and get your coat. And then like she was holding my coat for me to put on. Oh. And I find that so awkward like it I, is it's so it feels so unnatural for someone else to put my coat on and then basically I got one arm in I couldn't find the other arm and I was like spinning we were just both just spinning around <laughs> like her trying to get my coat on my arm just doing this just being like <laughs> Um, okay. Um, yes, I can't. Um, this is a bit unnatural, actually. It was just so fucking awkward. And in the end, I just said to her, Look, babe, we're both too socially awkward to do this. And she laughed and I was like, Just give me my coat. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't handle this. Walk out with stress. one arm in and one out. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm gonna leave. This is too much intense intensity. I can't handle it. So, yeah, that was my little social awkward interaction of the week. Oh, I love it. Social, socially awkward interaction of the week. <laughs> Maybe that's a feature we Isn't can start. Isn't it mad, though? Isn't it mad how, like, we're so... Oh, I, don't, I don't know if other people are socially awkward like me because I think most people are like you, which makes me then feel like even more of a fucking weirdo. No, there's definitely, definitely. I think it, it would be a 50-50 thing. Should we do a poll about it? Let's do a poll. And also, before we go any further, there's yeah. no point in mentioning it. But <laughs> this, pod- this podcast comes out tomorrow, and tomorrow evening we are actually <gasps> going to be having a discussion with a swinger. Oh my god, it's so exciting! It's a and swinger you know couple. the The brilliant, the brilliant thing about this is that I actually have, I actually have a swinger story. Oh yes, nice. We're going to be like um, Stacey Dooley and uh, Louis Farouk <laughs> doing a documentary. <laughs> Mate, can we be that? Can you imagine if we did Pretty. a documentary? <laughs> any any producers out there? Just Come on, bear let's us in make mind. a documentary about sex. Seriously, Vic and I, oh, the, the two of us, me with my social awkwardness, yours with you, you with yours. It would yeah, be, be a match made in comedy heaven. 
I mean, I wouldn't even speak, so I don't know how well that would go down. Because there'd be a lot of zooming in on your face. And that that, that alone is very entertaining. (laughs) You know what I have noticed? You saying, oh, do other people have that socially awkward thing? The thing is with me, like, if I meet someone, I did it yesterday at a party, um, so not like a, a cool party, a fucking soft play party. Obviously. But, um, if I if I have a if I feel like there's a connection to somebody, then I will be like you, and I will just be telling them about my fucking hemorrhoids within five minutes of knowing yeah. them. So I do that oversharing thing, but I think I I I have to I, I um have to have a connection with them. I don't just do it. Yeah, and I guess the thing for me is I'm desperate for everyone to like me, and in my mind, for some unknown reason, I think if I behave this way, they'll like me. <laughs> Historically, that's not worked yet. So, <laughs> might have to try a new tactic. That burlesque bird, she looked terrified by the end of it. I saw her face in your picture on oh, your stories. Mate, she's just so beautiful. We'll have the to look her. tassels up. were just. What's unreal. her name? I'll try to tag her, but she doesn't allow people to tag her. She's oh. married. I've looked her up. <laughs> oh, God, oh. She's such a stalker. Have you written her a birthday card yet, telling her how much you love how her? How much mate? I love her. Without... <laughs> You want to see her in a wedding dress, mate, and her husband. How I are mean, you they're... looking at her pictures of her with her fucking... On her fucking Instagram. I follow her Instagram now, oh, mate. Oh, you followed her. Well, I might have to have a... Let me have a quick sneaky little look then. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right, hang on. Okay, so let me let me get my little story up. Oh, there's the swinger story. So we have yes. a swinger story yes. to warm okay. us up for next week. So this is just going to lube all of your gears up, guys. I was with my ex for about 12 years. 10 years in, we started experimenting with an open relationship. I arranged to meet a guy at a hotel about an hour's drive away we met in a swing we met on a swinging site and very much casual and kinky we'd had a few phone calls video calls before we met and he'd asked me to arrive with a butt plug in my ass nice as you do i know um uh, excuse me if you don't mind can you just arrive with something off your asshole my husband was pretty vanilla so i was more than up for this i drive plug and ask to meet him we get to the room all the fun then we decided to have anal sex I go to pull out the plug but can't feel it and then figured that he must have taken it out already. So we have lots of sex. Wait a minute. Um, how do you not notice that mate. she's taken a butt plug out? And also, how do you not notice if it's like, surely it's like, a moment. Laura yeah. <laughs> made a little movement with her mouth, but you didn't hear it. It was like a... Like that. Did you Just not hear it? Out. Oh, that's gutting. Mine would be more like... <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's how you know my girl. Oh, I just thought of something funny. In the cafe on Saturday, bear in mind that we were like really trendy fucking East London. I did a sneaky little fart because I'm a very much a public farter. And then oh. it goes, who farted? And I was like, oh, oh, I don't know. She went, Oliver, you farted. And then he got really upset and was like, I didn't fart. It wasn't me. And no, then I've got to like, come clean. <laughs> No, I didn't say anything because <laughs> we were in a cafe surrounded by people. So I essentially let my six-year-old get blamed for a Take fart that he didn't do because that's what you family's all about. <laughs> Why else would you have kids other than to blame your secret farts on? <laughs> Rob is such a lucky he guy. Really he really is. Uh, I forgot where I was. Uh, Fucking out. Um, yeah, so uh, thought he'd already taken it out. So we have anal sex and lots of other fu- fun, fun. Then afterwards, I go to leave and ask him where the plug is. He looks shocked and says he didn't take it out. I panic, look under the bed, everywhere in the room, just in case it had fallen out and rolled. I mean, I don't think a butt plug ever just falls out, love. No, I know. No, uh, but we both knew that hadn't happened. I went to I went to the loo, shoved a finger up my bum, and I felt it. How did he not feel it? Did he only put his tip in? I mean, oh fucking hell. Oh, my out. God, he's pushed it right up her bum canal. 
yeah, I couldn't get to it and started to panic. He oh, offered Lord. to drive me to A&E about 40 minutes away, but I was worried I'd end up having to be admitted and my husband would then have to drive the guy from the hospital back to the hotel or somewhere <laughs> equally as awkward. <laughs> so I drove myself to A&E at 2am, lost plug up my ass, crying, had to text my husband to explain why I wouldn't be home, waited for about four hours to be seen. It was so far up that it had been fucked even deeper and inside ways fuck oh my, my life God. a nurse attempted to get it at one point she asked the other nurse in the room to hand her the pliers which i think scared <laughs> the plug deeper into my bum oh my god <laughs> she was unsuccessful but a doctor with the longest fingers i've ever seen on a human managed to scoop it out and he instructed as he instructed me to bear down what was it, it came... or something <laughs> <Yeah>. elliot <laughs> <laughs> but like... um, it came out also with a load of poo oh, he, asked, Lord. he asked if i wanted it back i declined i then drove myself home to my husband who found the whole thing hilarious not sure if this counts as a one-night stand as I met the guy a few times, a, a few times, a few months later, he brought along a female friend for a threesome. It was awkward, so I left halfway through. I'm no longer with that. my husband, but that's unrelated. Uh, doing the job I do now, I don't think I would have any issues retrieving things from holes, but I no longer use plugs or anal stuff to myself. So I have mm-hmm. asked the question: Well, what what do you do now? Yeah, exactly. if you're right with holes, I mean, what are you? Are you the what person that doing? puts holes in Swiss cheese? Maybe. <laughs> or is she uh, extracting things from holes? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe she is a chief. She could extra- be a nurse. She could be a vet. They do a lot of taking things out of bums and things like that, don't they? Mm, they do, yeah. Mm, yes, they ah, do. Oh, my God, she's replied. So you thought, hmm, she could be a nurse. I bet she's a vet. She's a dominatrix. Oh, okay, slightly different. <laughs> And she certainly is not putting the holes in Swiss cheese. Oh, wow. Bloody dominatrix. Let's have a chat to her. I don't know. Guests. Jesus. Oh, you should ask her that. Do I say to her, would she like to come on the show and chat to us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, oh, we love Lord. this. We love this. <laughs> we have I, yeah, I think we've said many times on here, the butt plug is not an instrument that I have much interest in or have ever experimented no, no. with. No, me neither. But I mean... It's, I just, I wonder how he didn't go, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, does it not feel like Something's really cold touching and hard? Me. <laughs> I suppose it might have warmed up if it was inside her actual bum. But still, it would have been really hard unless he just thought, wow, she's really constipated. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's coming out. <laughs> what would you have done in that situation? Because I would have been tempted before sort of the humiliation of going to A&E, I think I probably would have taken a shitload of laxatives first. Well, that's a good idea. But then just by the seen... time the laxatives work, that probably would have been up in your lung, mate. Yeah, maybe. No, but it's not going to go any further, is it? Your intestines aren't going to like suck it up and send it yeah. up the other way. So then you throw it up. Mate, it's really da- like that's the butt. The arse is a very exceptionally dangerous place to lose things. <laughs> If you put a coin up there, it wouldn't just stay there. It would travel through your intestines. You'd die. But surely your, your intestines are designed to push things the other direction. That's like going in the cat. That's going counterclockwise. Imagine like a caterpillar. Here we go. I don't know where I'm this going with the, this. I mean, already I'm like, how does a caterpillar relate to a bubble? You know how you know how a caterpillar moves and it's just like that? That, yeah. That is the inside of your arsehole. But I know I understand that basic like physics kind of biology thing. What was no. that little place then? So you got a whiff <laughs> of what the bum hole would have smelled like. <laughs> what that butt plug smelled like when it came out. <laughs> would you um, get the butt plug? No. Yeah, I don't. I would have been too scared to ever put anything up my bum again. Well, so she. She's obviously quite happy to put a truncheon up someone's ass, but she's certainly oh, no. not up hers. Oh my god! I, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to. The, the thing is, for me personally, um, being the people pleaser that I am, I would not want him to know that he had shoved it further up my asshole. So I'd have been like, "Oh, this has been lovely. I've got to dash." I'd get in the car. I'd then cry, and I'd then. Well, I would. It would be a lot of panicking. Yeah. I'd then I'd definitely call Steve and be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. 
I just even that that like transaction there of like she's just been bummed by this other man who she's not married to, and then she's telling her partner about it. Like even that yeah, blows lol. my mind. Like, could you imagine Lols, it? Well, I'm going to be home late tonight, babes. Yeah, because I've got so many stuff up my bum arm. It's like it's yeah, just because uh, my butt plug got shoved up my ass even further. See you in about four hours. It's yeah, it's it's just I, I'm just fascinated. The on. I can't quite. I just can't quite imagine it being my life. Do you know what I mean? No, it's certainly not mine. I mean, Steve has to deal with some pretty awkward conversations with me as it is. I don't think he can survive that one. I've got loads of backlogs because we've been sent um, so many sex toys for our sex toy site. And you know what, backlogs is a big thing, but I've never been tempted. And, you know, we've talked about it. And Steve's like, I don't give a shit if you've got someone out there. Yeah. It means nothing to me. And like I said, Steve would fuck an armpit. Is it an erogenous zone, the bum hole? I know it is for men, but is it for well, women? I think it is meant to help. I know somebody who said that they like doing anal because it helps them orgasm, which is odd to me because the G spot is further away from that. It's the other side of the bum hole. But then I suppose if you're doing double DP, double you're penetration, double, you're double ender, then you're rubbing it from either side, aren't you? Yeah. But I maybe know, if it's, you're... it's a no for me. It's a strong no. <laughs> it's a strong no. And no. What, no doubt what would happen is it would there would be a build-up of gas and it would just start trumping out at a very slow, you know, like a train, a, tra- a chain, a train, chew-chewing. Oh, so it's very surprising that she couldn't feel it going further up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I would have felt that. I'm sure. going to say that she had a trainee butt plug and she definitely needed to go size up. She's a yeah. dominatrix, babe. She knows her shit. Clearly we don't. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Fun times. Bad plugs, get it stuck up your bum. What do, the, what do you reckon the hospital does with all these things that get extracted from people's it's anuses? It's got to go in, you know, there's the different coloured bins, like there's yeah. toxic waste. It's got to go in that one. Toxic waste. <laughs> you know, when police officers, they confiscate like drug money, I'm sure there might be uh, chances where that might disappear and it might go home. I don't believe those butt plugs are going home with anyone. Not even the doctors? No. They might be a pervy doctor, you never know. Anyone can be a what, well, To be fair, yeah. And who's to say that a, a doctor wouldn't be like, oh man, I'm into this. Yeah, exactly. Because just take it. No one's going to notice, are they? No. I don't suppose it gets like itemised. Yeah. <laughs> There's some sort of inventory of things that are um, taken go, from people's bums. Like, you know when um, like police officers, they have, I don't know why I keep going to police officers, but they have like those boxes that are like for crime and evidence yeah. and stuff like that. And there's like, you know, patient X, dildo removed. <laughs> do they do that? And, and then put like a sandwich bag. In the bin. Like, you know. it's got to, but it's got to go in like the, this is horrible waste bin. And then <laughs> where waste. does it end up? Where does it end up, Vic? Well, tortoises fucking nose. Of course it does. Well, not a tortoise, a turtles. A tortoise is nice. A whale, a a whale shark's intestines. Have you still got your tortoises? Yeah. Oh, my have had an update on those two little fellas for a while. Well, they've been asleep for months, mate. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. They're the least, like, effort upkeep ever. Oh, well, mine are some. anyway. I actually had to remove myself from a tortoise group because they were so <laughs> fucking intent. And, mate, I know. Why are you on a tortoise group? Like a tortoise WhatsApp group? <laughs> no, it was on Facebook. It's on Facebook, okay. Still, I mean, it's someone same has said to me mate. it's really good to go on there because they've got some handy tips of like where to find food and stuff. I was like, all right, I fucking add myself. Oh, you think I've got attachment issues? <laughs> Shit, the fucking bed. I have. I I had to remove myself. I was like, I feel like a. I am abusing my tortoises in comparison to what these people do. Really, they I just were like, I just don't. I'm honestly not sure that I can have like feelings for an animal that essentially looks like a penis with a shell on its back. Well, it's a human thing, so you have to. Otherwise, you're a complete psycho. Well, it's not human, is opinion. it? It's a tortoise. Well, all right. So, is that how you feel about Hendrix? He's not a human. Yeah, but he's cute and fluffy. He doesn't look like a penis. Um, to be fair. <laughs> Flash is adorable. Spike is a cunt. So I would agree with Spike is vile. He chases us around the garden. And you think, oh, they're really slow. They're not. They're really fast. When they get heated up by the sun, it's like a fucking Duracell battery. Spike is cool. He's chilled. He likes likes being stroked on the head. Whereas uh, Spike, he is an arrogant cunt. (laughs) 
It is. If we try and put the um, washing out, we have to put shoes on because otherwise he'll bite bite you. He'll bite your feet. Oh my God, so vicious. Toby has cried before at the fear of being cornered by him. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And he's seven. It's an Aggie My seven-year-old son is terrified. But to be fair, he's terrified of slugs. So he's probably not a good example. So what was the group like? Why did you, it was just too much, was it? People kicking off or? No, no, they create homes as in like, like there is a front garden. Yeah. There is a front garden. There is a uh, a um, a well kept roughage for the animal that's topped up every day to make it look like flowers, like a flower what? bed. There is Shut grass. Yeah. There is a fucking white picket fence and a house <laughs> that they go into. You think I'm joking? I'm not. No, I can totally imagine it. Um, remember when we talked about being on the uh, like next door neighbor app things. We've laughed back before because you get the most ridiculous yeah. messages there. There was one today that said, um, <laughs> I'm already laughing. Hi guys. Hi guys. Tonight I was hit by a big potato. <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> Shut up. Someone threw Stop. a potato at me from a car. Stop. I'm really sorry, but that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Imagine. <laughs> Someone lobbing a King Edward at you when you're just trying to have a very nice little stroll down the street. And then you suddenly just get whacked in the back of the head, the head by a massive baked potato. Oh, that's harsh though, isn't it? Fucking, that's so harsh. It, I was like, oh, was it uncooked or cooked? Because if it was uncooked, that's a weapon and a half. I reckon you could die if it hit you on your temple. Nora's lost it. I can't even understand what Laura's saying. Uh, Why don't you come and move to my part of London? It's so welcoming. That's that's my local area. I mean, it's only ever negative stuff on there about people getting fucking robbed and attacked, and but I just tickled me. <laughs> it did tickle me. It's such a such an immature thing to do. Which is fun. It's so funny. Do you reckon they shout "spad" as they uh, oh, drive off? My stomach hurts. <laughs> why would you could like? Why would you complain about that? Because that is the sort of people that are on those apps, isn't it? It's just so like who would admit? <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, it was me. Yeah, no one's gonna respond to that. Also, like, Sorry. Imagine if that got caught on the ring doorbell. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. It definitely would have been by someone. <laughs> oh, um, um, yeah, um, oh, a vicious crime against potatoes. Vicious crime against potatoes. That should, that should be in a newspaper. So, oh my god, Vic, that absolutely. I oh, just. Oh, I was not expecting that Death today. Death by potato. Um, I've got a little message here, which is just very funny. It's kind of a story. Um, yeah, it's very funny. All right, so hi, girls. Here's the, uh, I can't even say this word, obligatory. Is that how you say that? Obligatory, yeah. Yeah. Here's the obligatory. I love your podcast so much, but I honestly do love your podcast. So fucking much. My husband and my sister love your podcast also, and we have loads of inside jokes we now use because of it. Oh. My sister and I in particular greet each other with, hello, you slag. It's kind of a competition (laughs) between us as to who can say it the loudest and longest and who can make it sound the most vulgar when saying it. (laughs) So my grandmother went into hospital recently and we took the opportunity to get stuck into redecorating, cleaning her house. Since she's let it go, she suffers greatly with her mobility. So off we pop and buy all our materials. We need to revamp Grant's house. And of course, we choose to listen to your podcast whilst decorating had some right laughs. Yesterday, however, is a story in itself. I dropped the kids to school and headed to Grand's. I forgot her back door key, so text my sister to come to the front door when she arrived. So off I went painting the woodwork while listening to you two gorgeous girls. As I was painting, I heard the back door knock. The window was open and I was right in the middle of singing at the top of my lungs about saggy tits and anal warts when I heard a knock at the back door. I was thinking, for fuck's sake, I told her to come to the front door. So I got up off the floor, which is incredibly painful as my knees are absolute bastards. I decided I'd scare my sister. And so I creeped behind the door and popped my head out the back window and shouted, you stupid slag. I said, use the front door. 
It all happened so quickly, but I just saw a lump of human hit the ground with a bang. It was my grand's 85-year-old neighbour. Oh, imagine being an 85-year-old just shouting, you stupid slag. I mean, women of that generation are not on board with the way that you and I speak, are they? (laughs) She, She fucking collapsed. The poor star to come to ask if we'd... Any update on how my gran was doing? She never responded when I called her name, so I had to go out the front door and run around to the back garden to help her. She couldn't get up, and so I had to phone an ambulance and wait with her. Ended up being taken into hospital to be checked over and ended up with a concussion. (laughs) Oh, my God. That, that is was our fault. fault. <laughs> actually, by osmosis, that is our fault. You we... can only hope that that concussion meant she didn't remember. We fucking flatlined a nap. Did she make a jump? That's, oh worse, that is, that's worse than getting hit. Yeah, what's worse, getting hit by a potato or being <laughs> screamed at? Um, and, getting, and being concussed for being called a stupid slag. <laughs> when you're 85. <laughs> <laughs> However, all her family were asking Whoa. what happened. They were saying, what happened? Oh, God, what happened? And I just said, I thought she was my sister. And I jumped out and said, boo. Yeah, you liar. Yeah, even out. then, even admitting the fact you jumped out on her. Is I know. Oh, hang on. So my, my elderly mother is in hospital because <laughs> you thought it would be funny to jump out on her. <laughs> Nothing about that is good. It doesn't sound good. Oh I really God, I hope she doesn't remember friend. that I, in fact, called her a stupid slag. I'm <laughs> <laughs> at the top of my lungs about anal warts. That is such a good story. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Please keep me anon, as I fear her family won't be thanking me for taking care of her if they find out the truth. I'm definitely going to hell. (laughs) Well, we'll join you, darling, because we laugh. We'll be there with you. I'd love to know It's our fault, Laura. I feel feel slightly responsible. The sister, when the sister comes around, it's like, what the fuck? Why is there an ambulance here? Yeah, what's going on? I thought Beryl was you. I jumped out on her. I shouted that she was a silly slag. (laughs) She fell. She's now fucking unconscious. (laughs) Unconscious. A concussion. That's a serious injury. She's like, imagine, oh God, that's just... Oh, the poor dear. That is... she'd even never heard the word slag before? Is she, is she that kind that of 85-year-old? That really? has to be up there. That's it's... an excellent story. That is, I feel like... And that like... is the title of this episode, is Stupid Slag. <laughs> slag. Stupid or, Slag. Or when Potatoes Attack. <laughs> when Potatoes Attack. <laughs> Oh my oh god, my that is god. so! I actually don't even Bless know. Where, how do you even go on from that? That I don't is. Know. That. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you could ever like bring it up, or do you think she'd remember? Have I ever told you about that time when the guy in my parents' back garden got hit by a rocket that my dad had uh, yeah. not secured properly? Yeah, and my sister and my, like and my my mum and dad told my sister and I to move to leave because basically <laughs> we were. Right. <laughs> and have I also told you about the time my sister clotheslined a guy that was running after my mum and dad with the car no. door? No, you haven't told us that. So yeah, so we were. There's so many situations where my parents have been traumatized, and both Emma and I have not taken it very seriously. <laughs> so my, we'd gone out for dinner. Mum and dad were in front, and my my sister at the time they had a big truck, and my brother-in-law was driving it. We were in the back, not paying any attention to what was going on and then my sister starts screaming for her husband to stop immediately anyway she's screaming and I'm like what the fuck is going on she's not saying anything because she's panicking and basically my mum and dad thought they had hurt a guy that was absolutely off his face at the side of the road they pulled in and he was belting it down the road after them and my mum and dad got out of the car innocently thinking oh god we hope everybody's okay and my sister can see all of this going on so anyway John abruptly slams the brakes on and my sister throws her car door open at the exact moment that this oh. guy and she fucking clotheslined him, knocked him out clean on the floor <laughs> and split his head open. <laughs> Is she like some sort of Navy SEAL being able to do that? The whole car shook. I still didn't know what was going on. The whole car shook and I just peered outside and there was a man, a man. on the floor. And Emma went, oh God, I'm ever so sorry. <laughs> But she's really intentionally did that. 
But no, no, she was doing it to get out it. of the car. She just, right. I mean, the timing was, was so exceptional. Impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Was, was, it was just a complete fucking coincidence that as he was running, she swung at the door open. And what happened, what happened to him? His he mates collected him and then we drove off and like Emma and I... None of us, like we could barely walk. We were all laughing so much. I had tears <laughs> streaming down my face. And we pull up outside mum and dad's house because we were like, shit, we need to check on them. And Emma was like, right, that's it. You know, mum's going to be upset. We've got to just play this call. My mum's crying her eyes out because she's worried about this lad. And Emma and I are like, it'll be fine, mum. My mum's like, I've got to call the police. I need to really tell them about this poor lad. I hope he's okay. And Emma, uh, like, again, my mum and dad are like, you two need to leave. Yeah. You are not taking this seriously. You are not taking this seriously. That poor boy could be seriously hurt and we have no idea. But my mum's description when she called the police was, there was a man and we think he might have been on something more than alcohol. He was running after us and my sister, my my daughter accidentally hit him with the car door. seemed to have a cut on his forehead and he was unconscious for a few minutes. But I promise you it wasn't intentional and the police officer went, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm going to arrest you. <laughs> that was it. We never heard anything else. My mum was like, here's all of my details if you need to arrest me. But yeah, like that, oh, my sister her. immediately went up in the estimations of levels of coolness. Yeah, definitely. Like you absolute living legend. That's like something out of a film, that is. I wish it had been caught on camera. I would I would replay it over and over again. <laughs> I wish the fucking you're a massive yeah. slag. Nanny was slag. caught on camera. Nanny <laughs> slag. Oh lord, that is that's been a very entertaining episode. I'm not gonna lie. We've only read one. Oh, we've read two stories. Yeah, it's, it's been an emotional roller coaster. It has oh, my abs are hurting? No, oh, I've got abs. My Mate, flap the is hurting. It's What's your weapon of choice? Potato. That's instantly where I <laughs> go. There's a cunt. <laughs> Whack him. <Yeah>. <laughs> But also, in a moving car, can we acknowledge the talent? Yeah, I know. That's pretty precise. You've got Unless to have a good like hand-eye just, coordination. Slowed slow down and did it at like 5 mph. Even then, <laughs> with my, with my yeah, throw. I'd be shit. I'd be absolutely shit. I'd probably go to throw it hit the inside of the window and then hit me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've got, to, you've got to have a pretty good fucking aim. Um, yeah, I feel aim like they aim. might. <laughs> Someone they in the fucking been... head. Some they very might have small... been um, practicing that, don't you reckon? You know, like you do like target, uh, practice, target practice, potato target, practice, do potato practice with yeah, Just yeah. <laughs> with a cardboard cutout. Careful, that there could be a serial potato attacker around. Yeah, I better be careful. Think about that. I'm going to feel really nervous now walking anywhere. You should. <laughs> if you got a potato in the face, that would be it. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. You would have no sympathy at all. No, I, I just, it would be awful because I wouldn't be able to give you anything. It. No. There would be no emotional capacity. Absolutely no sympathy. I mean, I mean, even better, what if it happened to Rob? Oh, God. Yes. Oh, and then we could both enjoy that. Oh, <laughs> Rather than one of us being the victims. Rob's the sort of guy that I would like to potato as well. I'd see him and be like, get him. He thinks he's too oh, cool. Dear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, yesterday when we were spit films, one of the market store guys was like to Rob, Oh my god, oh my god, are you that are you that famous guy? Um Mackin something, Mackin, Mackin, McEnvoy, like no. James McEnvoy. He said James McEnvoy. I was like, Are you blind? Isn't it? Oh, I thought they were gonna say McIntyre. I was like, no, that's no, not a compliment. Not no, that's not a compliment. James McAvoy is a compliment. He doesn't look anything like him, but Rob liked it because he's got his quiff now. He's had his um hair done, he's gone back to quiff days. Old googly eyes and quiffy hair. Mate, the quiff does it for my quim, let me tell does you. It? Yeah, it's like his hair in that picture that I showed you when I first met yeah. him. Yeah. Fit as anything. A quiff really suits him. Yeah. It's quite casual. Cli- qu- qu- I can't even say quiff. it. It's a casual, casual quiff. quiff. <laughs> That's it's what I'm not too, like, sculpted, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. sweat back. Looks like no just, effort's been made. Yeah, just makes him look... Did you hear about that woman on um, BBC... No, what's the weekend breakfast show? No. And <laughs> I think it might have been this weekend. I can't remember what her name is. Phoebe something, I think. And she said, instead of saying doing it on a whim, she said, you're just doing it on a quim. <laughs> Brilliant. And then she's like, quim? I don't think that's words. So she kept saying it. And then like the the, the TV host was like, oh, I'll talk about that later. And then like roll forward however long later, 
he was like, um, I just need to apologize on behalf of Phoebe, who, or whatever her name is, who's still making the fucking food because she absolutely didn't know the word. I will explain it to her later. We apologize for anybody that's offended. And then in the background, you can see her face like, fuck. What have I said? <laughs> I have no, I have oh, no idea. Such a brilliant word, that isn't it? I know, and it's but just also like, come weird. on, so what? You said Fanny on the TV, big deal. Do you know what and I mean? also, who's going to know that other than cool people? And cool people are down with that word. I know, we love it. We embrace the Quim. Embrace the feminism. We're it's the small Quim Central. If the if this morning can have a fucking ball sack out at ten a.m. and showing men how to. Massage yeah, it to check true. for lumps, and why can't we say Quim on a fucking breakfast show that's yeah. you know promoting I love healthy a bit of quim food with recipes? Women eggs. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, oh my god, stop laughing tonight. I know it's an um, absolute treat. Right, we're going to round up now. Uh, oh, no, we need to go. We, we need, need to go. We, we need, need to, to calm go. ourselves out. Now, <laughs> just stop thinking about potatoes getting lobbed at nans and shouting slag at them. Can you please keep an eye out on that? Because I that I'll that, give you some potato updates. Exceptional. <laughs> A cereal potato thrower. That would just be the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened to my whole life. Um, okay, so if you want to keep sending us your stories, uh, any little anecdotes like you nearly killed a nan. <laughs> We love that. Um, or whatever, man. Just send us whatever. Just share it. We are so open to it. Um, you can email us at noholdbudpodcast at gmail.com or what else? Conrado Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholdsbudpodcast and they can just send us a little DM. Yeah, that's it. It's as simple as that. And if you wish to buy any sexually related I should say disease then. We definitely don't offer those. <laughs> we don't sell those. We don't sell those, but we do sell toys at noholesbarredpodcast.com. Oh, it's very exciting. Venereal um, disease free. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't been used. They haven't been extracted uh, from unused. someone's anuses. No. Although that's got to be a thing. That is Just a thing. Fucking hell. I know I always ignite another conversation. You do. Yeah. But there was a woman... You know those stupid fucking TikToks where that guy walks up someone on the street and goes, oh, how much do you make? Okay, yeah. yeah, that one. She makes £300,000 a month for sending pictures of her feet. Yeah, I know, mate. Feet's a big thing, isn't it? I well, I've got ugly feet. I'm fucked. Unless they like yeah, but they might toes. like ugly feet, though. They might like it. I might do it. I'm, I'm oh, not... yeah, I, I think I've got quite nice feet, actually, as far as feet go. I'm like well up for making money off of my body parts. I've got no shame in that. No, me neither. Just need to. I just need it to happen. So that's it. We all need to start selling feet then. So not selling actual feet. Just, <laughs> just selling, selling photos of feet. Old, Ninety-eight-year-old Brenda. She don't need that fucking toe anymore. Off it goes. Absolutely not. <laughs> right, we're going. We'll see right, you next week. Off. See you next yeah. Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Slags. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.